from the Orange County Fire Authority. This is the Pass Along Podcast, where we address firefighter issues from top to bottom, from your helmet down to your boots. Now, here's your host, OCFA's Assistant Chief of Organizational Planning, Mike Schrader. All right, welcome back to the OCFA's Pass Along Podcast. Today, we're going to be hearing from our recently retired Division Chief, Ken Cruz, who we already miss dearly, uh, but we wanted to hear his reflections on his career in the fire service as well as philosophy on leadership. I can take any, any problem we're gonna have in the firehouse uh, and boil it down to, if you look at that, that order, the mission, the men, and me, it's because me has moved up above one of those other two categories. So um, that's the philosophy I always try and remember is that it's not about me and it's the mission, the men, and then me. Great. We look forward to hearing more uh, of that from Chief Cruz. But for now, let's look into some news and noteworthy items that are coming up. At our Thursday, March 15th special board meeting, the OCFA Board of Directors selected our new fire chief, Brian Fennessy from San Diego Fire Rescue Department, where uh, he served down there since uh, about September of 2015. Uh, subsequent to the meeting, we held a press conference on Friday, uh, the 16th uh, to announce Chief Fennessy's selection and kind of share some brief comments uh, with the press about his goals here. So take a listen. You know, in my gratitude to the entire Orange County Fire Authority Board of Directors for your confidence and for this tremendous opportunity, I'm so excited to be here today. My name is Brian Fennessy and the appointment of Fire Chief of the OCFA is the culmination of over 40 years of work in the fire service. I believe that when public safety organizations put their people first, the communities that they have sworn to serve receive the highest quality emergency and non-emergency services. There's some very important issues before us here in Orange County. While I still have much to learn, I know that there are areas which will require my immediate attention as I step into the role of fire chief in mid-April. From our need to focus on the challenges that exist within the region's air operations community, to our continuing support of employee health and wellness, to the recommendations of the independent review panel for the Canyon and Canyon 2 fires and the need to ensure the sustainability of the organization with a focus on equity and responsible growth of our services. The need to work collaboratively with my colleagues present here today, the other regional public safety organizations and the communities we serve are clearly evident. There's much work to do and I hope each of you will support me in that effort as I step into this new role. Together I'm confident that we can take the Orange County Fire Authority forward to the next level and demonstrate our commitment to excellence, innovation, and to the safety and welfare of our employees and the communities we serve. All right, so we're, uh, we're really excited to have uh, Chief Hennessy come up and we're looking forward to what lies ahead. He officially starts on Monday the 16th. Uh, we've got an action-packed first two weeks laid out for him and uh, we'll certainly include uh, a podcast and sit down with him for a little bit more in-depth interview, his background, his goals, his objectives. And in the meantime, uh, Assistant Chief of Support Services Dave Anderson has assumed once again that uh, acting fire chief role, uh, and he'll be in that position until Chief Fennessy starts on uh, the 16th, I'm sorry, of April. Uh, as most of you are aware, specifically, uh, Strategic Services Battalion Chief Brad Phoenix uh, presented our fire service proposal to the Board of Directors on Thursday, this last Thursday night, the 22nd, and um, uh, I just can't say enough about all the hard work that uh, Chief Phoenix, along with his staff, uh, management analyst Tammy Rivers, as well as the retired operations chief Mark Kramer, put together. 
And uh, really, it, it goes out to every uh, element of the, of the fire service here at the OCFA, and, and all the different sections had to contribute time and energy to make sure that our fire service proposal was tight and accurate on the numbers so that we could simultaneously provide a great product uh, if, if uh, voted on from the city of Garden Grove and also make sure that we weren't uh, injuring ourselves in the, in the process. And I'm happy to report that I feel that if this proposal is ratified by the city and then gone through the final negotiations, it definitely would be of great benefit to both the fire authority and the city and, and really the citizens of Garden Grove. So they just did a great job um, that night presenting and uh, obviously the preparation that went into it we're extremely thankful for. So the board approved the, um, the proposal that night and they directed us, uh, they gave us permission rather to return to the city of Garden Grove and actually present the proposal. We went ahead and did that on uh, this Tuesday, the 27th, and um, we're now, the, the proposal sits before the uh, city council and they'll have to weigh the pros and cons and ultimately get back to us, reference their interest in uh, becoming an additional cash contract city with the city, uh, with the Orange County Fire Authority or continue to provide services on their own separate from us. So as soon as we get that information, of course, we'll share with you the outcome. If they do choose to come over with us, we'll, we'll roll out the development uh, of the uh, transition plan at that time. Also at the March 22nd board meeting, our board met in closed session to listen to the independent review panel's findings reference the Canyon fires from this last fall. And the panel consisted of um, some great uh, retired folks. Uh, we had LAFD uh, Chief uh, Bill Bamatri, We had retired Ventura County Fire Chief Bob Roper and then uh, retired city manager of Laguna Niguel, Tim Casey. And uh, they plan to present their findings um, at the 20, uh, this Thursday night, the 29th, a special board meeting, uh, which will then be followed by a press conference at our headquarters at 10 a.m. the following day, which will be March 30th, that Friday. Again, uh, remember, a point of something um, like this is really to make our agency better. All, all good agencies have to be able to look in the mirror and say, hey, this is what we did well, this is what we're gonna do uh, different in the future. And so um, I'm gonna be part of a team that will uh, receive the input from the internal after action report, the county's uh, report, and then the independent review panel that I just mentioned. And then we'll, we'll look to vet and validate those recommendations and walk those through uh, so that we have some accountability on the, on the go forward. So uh, more to follow on that in a future podcast and, and certainly uh, emails and memos that'll come out in the briefing binder. All right, one thing that came up in a recent podcast um, with IT was the deployment of new radios. Uh, the issues we were having was with the battery chargers, as you recall, and we had to postpone that. Uh, we were able now to re resolve that, and the deployment is back underway. The whole thing should take about 10 working days. Uh, it'll finish up with the battalion two units receiving their radios on Tuesday, uh, April 10th or thereabouts. And uh, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to uh, Assistant IT Manager Dave Johnson and his staff. Um, and check out for a, a memo IT manager Joel Bradowski sent out on the 26th. It kind of lined out uh, all the details. All right, I want to shift gears and uh, just uh, give a uh, just a shout out and a congratulations to our newest battalion chiefs on their promotions. Uh, Fire Captain Steve Doman, Dave Harper, and Scott Wiedensoller were all officially given that white hat on um, Friday. Uh, the 30th and now they'll wear the battalion chief's helmet and assume that rank and so uh, just congratulations to you three um, we couldn't be more proud of you and the efforts you put forth in the testing process and then of course we have additional promotions that'll be uh, in the coming months all right due to the expected weather event in southern california this last week our regional task force 10 was once again requested by santa barbara county uh, one of only two rtfs 
uh, requested to assist with the anticipated search and rescue because remember with all the rain coming and, and the quantitative uh, precipitated forecast, the QPF was really high and it looked, uh, looked like it was gonna be really dicey again for the folks up there in Montecito. And thankfully, um, we, we, weren't, we weren't needed in that capacity, but we were ready and our 30 personnel from the OCFA as well as Anaheim and, and a few from Orange um, are, are back now, of course. And uh, we just, again, couldn't be more proud of them and all the, um, the great expertise and professionalism that our Urban Search and Rescue Task Force, or in this case, the RTF, a, a smaller element, um, bring to this agency and to the region and to the state and ultimately to the entire uh, United States. So proud of them, great job to everyone involved. This year, Southern California Association of Forester and Fire Wardens annual conference is being held in Yucaipa. Uh, so look forward to that. That's always a great time. Uh, that'll be May 3rd and 4th. It's always a great time to really uh, solidify those relationships, make new relationships, get the lessons learned from the last fire season, and, uh, and also meet with vendors uh, as well. So uh, that's coming up. Get your, uh, get your registrations in. Entry is only $125 and includes food, drink, and lodging. So uh, you can reg on, uh, register online at uh, scaffw.org. Let me say that again. That's scaffw.org. It's a great opportunity to meet up with other local-minded, uh, local folks and like-minded people in, in the wildland arena. And uh, Fire Captain Jeff Hughes is one of the speakers this year, um, focusing on uh, firefighter cancer awareness and prevention. So if you have any additional questions for the conference, please also consider uh, contacting our rep on, on their board, uh, who's uh, OCFA Battalion Chief Phil Johnson. Okay, that's enough for news and noteworthy items. For me, I'm sure you're sick of hearing from me. Let's move over to uh, Fire Apparatus Engineer Dave Newell and uh, hear his interview with uh, Retired Division Chief Ken Cruz. Hi everybody, David Newell here for OCFA. Uh, today I have the honor of interviewing Division Chief of Operations Support, uh, Ken Cruz, who is retiring next week. Chief, uh, good morning and thanks for making the time to sit down with us today. Thanks, Dave. My pleasure. Chief, um, we want to get some words of wisdom from you before you go on some of your background. Could you give us a little bit about your background and um, how you got your start in the fire service? I uh, can think back. I started college as a computer science major, and after a year of that, I realized that uh, that wasn't my calling. Um, I needed something that uh, had physical challenges as well as mental and uh, my dad had been a firefighter his entire career, uh, but I hadn't really thought about it. And he said, hey, what about being a firefighter? And I, hmm, well, how do I go about that? So I ended up down at uh, Santa Ana College, went through the uh, academy process there and uh, all the fire tech classes. Actually uh, left for a couple of years, went in the Army, uh, came back and picked it up again. And I did a uh, stint in the city of Santa Ana as a reserve in fire prevention and then in Huntington Beach as a reserve in both uh, fire prevention and on the floor and was picked up by the city of Corona uh, prior to coming here. Wow, that's great. I wonder if you could share with us some of the stories from your fire department career. What are maybe some of the more memorable incidents from your time in the fire service? I can think of uh, just a few. Um, obviously, you know, we've had a lot going through the years, but uh, uh, one of the memorable ones, I can still remember uh, the freeway fire in 2008 and, um, you know, we started on uh, the strike team at about 8.30 in the morning and we're literally fighting fire for 24 hours. 
and I can just still remember the sun rising the next day and talking to the strike team and just telling everybody, you know, take this, take this moment in, right? I mean, this is a career moment, um, especially too with all the saves we had that day. Um, it was, it was really memorable. Um, and uh, I have another one too that uh, was, uh, I, we had a guy, it, it was the call came in as a man stuck in a tree and it happened to be in uh, 22's area. And uh, I'm thinking of a guy sitting up in a tree, but he was at, literally within the tree. And uh, just the challenges of trying to get him out uh, was just uh, phenomenal. And um, turns out uh, he heard that there was some gremlins in there and they were having a party <laughs> and he was trying to crawl inside the tree and join them. But uh, yeah, those, those are just a, a couple of the memorable ones that I've had. I remember you shared some photos from those calls. Yeah, it made international news. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I still had that photo as a screensaver for a little while. <laughs> what an amazing story. You mentioned your time in the military when you got the chance to serve our country and the United States Army. What was that experience like for you, and how did that prepare you to be a leader here at OCFA? Uh, you know, it, it taught me some of the... Um, just the fundamentals about you know hard work and uh, obviously teamwork, um, but also to uh, really putting the mission above my own needs and desires. Uh, that I think that's one of the biggest things that that it helped me to bring to the fire service. Great, thank you. Uh, what were some of the best lessons that you've learned, or maybe some of your fondest memories uh, while you've been here with OCFA? Uh, some of the lessons I think. Um, Really just uh, understanding that it's about the people, right? Um, not just the people we serve, but uh, about each other and the relationships. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's just one of those things where we just have to remember that it's, it's not about us, you know, it's about others and them. And um, also too, just to be uh, a student of our trade. Um, we all like to work for people that are tactically sound um, but the only way you can become tactically sound is to continue your education, continue to expose yourself to different uh, portions of the job, experiences, um, and really try to constantly improve yourself. I mean, I, I've taken classes up to this year, so uh, never stop that, those learning opportunities. Such good advice. Thank you. You personally, you've been responsible for so many impactful contributions to this organization. Um, what are some of the moments in your career that you're most proud of? Uh, some of those proud moments, um, you know, I really enjoyed my time in the Honor Guard and representing the, the organization in all the ceremonial functions. Uh, I also, um, I mean, just the exciting opportunities I was given, uh, being able to, I literally was on fires, one on the Mexican border and one on the Oregon border and uh, so many in between and just those are just phenomenal opportunities. Um, I also have had great opportunities here. I was able to be an academy coordinator. Uh, it's really fun for me to watch uh, the guys that were in the academy now moving on in their careers and you know just kind of gives you that proud moment of being part of their journey. Uh, I also um, had the opportunity to uh, put the helicopters in service, our two new 412s, and uh, help design the new hangar that we're in. Um, and I think one of my proudest ones, though, was helping design our new hand crew. 
and just the success of that program and just seeing how they've become uh, a statewide, you know, just highly recognized uh, team. Uh, so, like I said, that's, that's one of the prouder achievements there. And those are amazing achievements. Are there any goals that you had on your list or anything that you wanted to accomplish but didn't get a chance? Yeah, actually, um, my goal was to retire a captain. So I think I failed at that. Um, I, I just, I had always set a goal for myself to just be a solid captain, um, one that, that the battalion chief could count on uh, to, to just say, here's the job, go get it done. And uh, that, that could be mine. Um, some of the guys, the one still on the job, uh, Tim O'Hare is the one I've always admired. And then um, a couple guys like Rod Kleiner and Mark Reinhold were guys that that, that was my goal. Uh, that's what I wanted to emulate. And um, so anyhow, apparently I drove a little bit past that, but um, uh, I'm, not, uh, I'm not regretful. I think you exceeded your expectations. The OCFA is in the middle of some big changes at all levels right now. What is the biggest challenge that you see facing the OCFA in the coming years? I think the biggest challenge I see is that traditionally I would advise folks, you know, spend some time, get your feet wet, you know, get comfortable in that job uh, before you decide to move forward. Um, with our current state of so many new folks and, you know, nearly half of our department being brand new, uh, we're just in a, a current state where we're having to push folks a little sooner than we would like to move up. So I think that's going to be the biggest challenge is uh, developing them as leaders um, when there may not be necessarily the, the background or the RPDM, the, the slides in the hard drive there to, to back up um, the experiences they're going to face. You're a respected leader here at OCFA and in the fire service statewide. Could you give us just a little insight into your personal Ken Cruz's leadership philosophy? Um, thanks, yeah. Um, I know in a few of the classes I've taught recently uh, and audiences I've had, there's, there's two phrases that I like to, to just kind of boil it down to. Um, there's, uh, there's the Purpose Driven Life book uh, by Rick Warren where the opening line is, it's not about you. So as long as we can keep that focus that, that this isn't about me or you. Um, the other book that I like to refer to is uh, by Peter Blaber and it's called uh, The Mission, The Men, and Me. And I can take any, any problem we're going to have in the firehouse uh, and boil it down to, if you look at that, that order, the mission, the men, and me, it's because me has moved up above one of those other two categories. So, um, that's the philosophy I always try and remember is that it's not about me and it's the mission, the men, and then me. Great advice. Um, you've always been a source of good advice. Uh, what wisdom would you like to impart into our next generation? And, and I'll kind of break that up into three groups. Uh, that first group would be our newest employees. Uh, those that are in the academy now and those that are working on their first five years here with the York CFA. Uh, what advice would you want to give to them? Um, I would say hang in there. Um, we're in some times that I've never seen in, in, in my career where uh, with the shortages within the ranks and the, the heavy forcing, um, you couple that with a historic fire season 
and um, just just remember it's not always going to be this way there's hope on the other side um, and just to focus on uh, getting through each day and know that it, it is going to get better very good advice now let's change gears what about those people that are in the middle of their careers uh, maybe 10 15 years on and they're they're looking for the next uh, decision in their career for those folks I would recommend um, kind of what I touched on earlier is continue your training continue seeking out all the training opportunities you can um, become uh, a student of your trade everybody's going to be looking towards you for that uh, advice and or expertise and um, we just don't have the call volume in anything other than really medical aids anymore to to get that on the job so you're gonna have to seek it out and then that last group what about those that are in the last five years uh, with the OCFA any advice for them yeah uh, the mentorship piece right really uh, try hard focus on passing on the lessons you've learned and don't just uh, take all that knowledge and experience with you um, yeah like I said really really focus on mentoring the, the younger captains, the younger BCs, um, all of that. Such good advice, thank you. You're a busy guy. Uh, what advice would you give on finding that balance between work life and, and home life? What I try to do each year is kind of take pause and kind of evaluate um, my priorities and see, because through different parts of my career, uh, things started getting out of balance and uh, there was too much focus on work and I would take those opportunities to look at my plate and start thinking about things to shed off of it because it's just too easy to get caught up in especially too with uh, with overtime and when you start thinking about all the money and um, one of the things I always tried to do was balance that and not try and work too much um, so when it's a choice um, uh, I would recommend that you not get caught up in the, well, if I make a bunch more money, things will be better for my family, because it won't. And um, there's the most valuable thing you can give to your family is your time. Such good advice. I feel like we could all relate to that balance. Chief, I've heard that you intend to keep giving back after you retire. What, what are your plans after retirement? Um, well, I'm going to try the, the retirement thing a little bit, uh, some travel and leisure for sure, but um, um, the wife and I have already started doing some training in uh, disaster relief, um, working with the uh, Southern Baptist Council, and um, I'm hoping at some point in my future uh, I may see our USAR team out on an incident as they're pulling out and I'm pulling in. Um, or uh, even on fires and uh, teaching back over at uh, Santa Ana College again. Uh, still hoping to pour back into others and uh, I've talked with uh, training and uh, may come back and teach a couple of the, uh, the core classes for us as well. That's great. We could certainly benefit from your experience and your knowledge. Well, it's all the questions I had prepared. Is there anything that you wanted to leave us with before we uh, Just, close the uh, you know, there's hope for the organization. You know, we've, we're, we're coming out of some troubled times and um, there's just too many good people here. Uh, too much knowledge, experience, people are bringing from other organizations. Um, uh, this has been a good place. Uh, we'll continue the legacy. And like I said, um, just you guys, uh, the ball's in your hand. So uh, just take it and run with it. Yes, sir. Well, thanks, Chief.
Uh, it's been a real honor to sit down with you today. Um, on behalf of the OCFA, I just wanted to say thanks for your service and your leadership uh, and your mentorship. Uh, and enjoy your retirement, sir. Thanks, Dave. Thanks. All right, thanks again, Dave, for conducting the interview. And, and thank you, Chief Cruz, for taking the time to sit down with us and really reflect on what you've learned through the years. Um, I'm happy to hear you're still um, kind of involved in emergency services. We're, we're not completing, uh, completely letting you go in that you're able to help us uh, a little bit, uh, even in retirement on the air ops, air ops front. So uh, you've been such a great resource and friend and mentor and leader. You're a great husband, um, great man of faith, great fire service leader, and we just can't say enough about you. We're super happy for your retirement. Um, and we're also really happy to have you back uh, just a little bit to help us out. All right, that's all for now. Uh, make sure to check out uh, the uh, next episodes that will be coming. Soon we'll be sitting down with folks from Hogue Executive Health to talk about the latest and greatest with the new WeFit exams that are coming uh, and be uh, facilitated by Hogue. And then we'll also talk with our new fire chief, Brian Fennessy, in mid-April. A uh, lot of exciting things going on right now. So. Uh, just look forward to what lies ahead, and until next time, let's watch out for each other, and we'll talk to you soon.